Mesechte Megillah, Daf Yud Dalad Amid Aleph, page 14, side A. So, Marshal Dachashvedish Vahamon. We can use Dachashvedish and Homon as a parable, um, and we can learn that actually Dachashvedish himself was interested in destroying the Jewish people because when Homon offered to pay, money to Achashvedesh to agree to the decree he agreed even without getting paid we can compare this to the two people one had a heap of dirt in his field the other one had a hole inside the field Omar says who will give me this heap of dirt for money so that I can close up my hole that is in my field to straighten out my property? So Balatel Omar, the Balatel says, Who will give me such a hole for money so that I can get rid of my heap of dirt so that my property will be level? So the Yomim Nizdavguzeitzilzet, so some days later they met each other so the owner the one who had the hole in his property says to the one who had the heap sell me your heap because I need the dirt to cover my hole so the owner of the heap says take it for nothing because I too want to get rid of the heap from my field and and I, I wish that you should do this um, actually for free. I mean, not only is he giving for free, he says, and, and please. So likewise, Homon wanted to pay Achashvedesh in order to destroy the Jews. Achashvedesh told him, you don't have to pay me because I also want to do this. And I am happy to do this. Uh, for nothing, because I actually would have paid for this, and now uh, you're going to do it for free. The Megillah continues, the king removed his ring, and he removed it from his hand, and he gave it to Israel. That this removal of the ring of Achashverosh and giving it to Haman is more beneficial than forty-eight prophets, man prophets, and seven women prophets who prophesied for the Jewish people and they rebuked them. Shakulam because all through their prophecy they didn't succeed to bringing the Jews back to good totally. But but the removal of the ring of Achashverosh. And the bad decree that was decreed through him, through this, through the removal of the ring, that brought them totally back to good because they decreed on themselves fasting and they returned with a complete shuvah. That 48 Nevi'im, male prophets, seven Nevi'is and seven women prophets, Nisabul Amli Yisrael, prophesied for the Jews during for many generations, for the generation and they did not diminish or did not add 
anything to what has written in the Torah, even one letter, Chutz Mimikra Megillah, with the exception of the reading of the Megillah, which Mordechai Nesra instituted, that is an addition to the written Torah. The Gemara says, Mai Dorish, how did Mordechai and Esther expound to allow for this? And to institute it, Om Rabbi Barav, you know Rabbi Yeshua ben Korcho. Rabbi Barav says, Neir Yeshua ben Korcho, they learned it from a Kavachim, a foritorium. Ma, me Abdus Lechedus. Since we find that even just going out from slavery to freedom, when they left Egypt, so we say, Amrin on Shiram, we say the song, we said those Yoshir. On the um, on the Yamsuf, so in the miracle of Purim, in which they went Nisalachayim, from death, the decree to death, to life, that the uh, decree was null, was nullified, and they got their lives back. came. isn't it for sure a foratory that we should say a song because saving from a person from death to life is even more important than just saving from slavery to freedom. If so, that the savings of the Yidna Purim is considered more important than the saving of the Yidna Mitzrayim, Halal Nami Neymar, so the Chachamim should have instituted that also on Purim we should do Halal. For this case, we can say Kavachim from Yitzhak Mitzrayim, that if Yitzhak Mitzrayim is a Halal, it's a Halal here too. More answers that although that from life, from death to life is more important than going from freedom to slavery. But nevertheless, on Purim we don't say the name of Halil on Because there is no Halil for a miracle that took place in Chutzlaret, and Purim was a Chutzlaret. But But the miracle of Exodus Egypt is also outside of Eretz Yisrael, it's a Chutzlaret. So how do we say the song on Halal and Pesach? The Gemara says, Kiditanya. Like we learned in the Brais, that there's a difference between um, the miracle of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim and Nespurim. Actually, Nechnos Yisrael Lodetz, before the Jewish people entered into Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel, Hukshudu Kolarot Shilem So then all lands were prepared, were fit to say song in them. And they would say Hallel on the miracle that took place in all the cities. But But after the Jewish people entered Eretz Yisrael and Yisrael became sanctified, so no longer all the lands are fit to say Shira, and therefore the miracle of Yisrael Mitzrayim, which took place before they went into Eretz Yisrael, we say Halal, even though it was a Chutz but the Nase of Purim, which was after they entered Eretz Yisrael, we don't say Halal. Rabbi Nachman Omar, Rabbi Nachman gives another answer, that the truth is, you can say Halal, even for Nase of Chutz as we'll see, but Purim is the Kedaisa Halila, because you don't need to say a special Halal, because just reading the Megillah, in which we describe the miracle, that is Halal, that is the Halal. Another answer, Rav Omar, Rav says that the reason why we say Halal and Pesach and Adam Purim is the Yishlai Mahosom, by the miracle of the Exodus of Egypt, we can say Halalu Avdei Hashem, praise because we are merely only servants of Hashem, but but we're no longer slaves of Pare, but Allah but the Purim, we can't say 
Halu Avdi Hashem, which would mean Veloi Avdi Achashvedish, and not the slaves of Achashvedish, because notwithstanding the miracle that they were saved, the lives were saved, but Avdi we are still slaves to Achashvedish, and therefore we have to, uh, we can't say Halu. Where the Rava who says that we don't say Halam Purim because we're still the slaves of Chavzvedish. And Bain the Rav Nachman, and whether the Nachman who says that the reason that reason, reading the Megillah is considered Halal, Kashi, we have a problem. Why we need this reason? But Tanya, we learned in the previous Bryce mission, that once they entered Israel, all the lands were not fit to say Shiro. So that's the reason why we can't say Halam Purim. So why do they need other reasons? Where it says, Rav and Rav Nachman hold that this that the Braises said that you don't say Shiro outside of Israel is during the time uh, when the Jews wore in the land they were in Eretz Yisrael before they went into exile. But Kevin Shegalu once they went into exile, they exiled their land and they were scattered among the nation. So these other lands have returned to their original uh, uh, proper, that it's proper to say halal for the miracle that took place in them. So therefore, it would make sense to say halal on the miracle of Purim, but that took place at the time that they were in exile. And uh, that time we could say halal outside of Eretzro, and that's why we needed to say other reasons why we don't say halal on Purim. The Braise mentioned that there were 48 prophets, male prophets, and 7 women prophets. Is there no more? Only 48. But the Pasuk states with regards to Elkon and Shmuel Aleph in Pedic Aleph, Pasuk Aleph, it says, From Ramasayim Tsoifim, we can expound the word Ramasayim Tsoifim means. He was one of 200 that can see by prophecy by Ruach HaKodesh and that have prophesied for the Yidin. So here we see that there was actually more than 48 prophets. So the more answers, the truth is, there were many more Prophets more than the 48. There were many prophets that stood up for the Yidin during the generations. Two times the amount as they went out of Egypt. It means two times 600,000. But only a prophecy that had the need for the further generations to learn something from it or how to repent. That has been prescribed in one, subscribed in one of the Kisva Kodesh, in one of the holy books. But the Nevuah, if it wasn't necessary for the generation, then it wasn't written. So when we learn in the Braise that there was Nevi'im two times as the many of Mitzrayim, that's Nevi'im, that in their prophecy there was no instruction, there was no response to the generation, that's why they weren't written. And this, that we learned that there were 48 prophets alone, that is Nevi'im, that had in their prophecy some sort of an instruction or a tshuva. 
Gemara brings up now Rab Shmuel Bar Nachmoni Omar Rab Shmuel Nachmoni says the meaning of Rab Masayim Tzoyfim is Adam Habomish Teiromis Shetzoyfezu Alzu a person that comes from two hills that look at one another which means they're close to each other so you can see from one, one hill to the other hill and Elkanah was living in one of the hills Rab Nachmoni says Rab Masayim comes from he exalted and the intention means that he was a man who comes from such people that stand at the height of the world who is this from the sons of Kodach um, it's written when Kodach and his family were swallowed into the ground the sons of Kodach didn't die. How were they saved? So we learned in the name of Rabbeinu uh, that since the Bnei Kodach uh, thought uh, thoughts of Teshuvah at the time of the fight, Saksem prepared for them a place in the Gehenna which is high. And they stood over there, and that's how they were saved and didn't die. And that's why they're called that means that they stand in a high place um, in, uh, in, in Gehen. So the Gemara, Shevan of Manino. Who are the seven prophecies? Sora, Miriam, Dvera, Chana, Vigayel, Chuldo, Vester. Gemara, Sora, how do we know that she was a prophet? Dixiv says in Breishit Alchotes that when Avram took Sarah for a wife and Nochir, his brother took Milko, and they were both Bnei Shorah and the daughters of Horah, and Avi Milko and Avi Yisko. So Avraham and Yisko, Yisko zu Sarah. Yisko is Sarah, the Avram's wife. But Lo Manikrashma Yisko, why is she called Yisko? Because she saw the Beruch Hakodesh, because she saw. With the divine inspiration, Amar, because it says that when she wanted to chase away Yishmael, when Sora wanted to chase away Yishmael, so in Perik Chofal, the Pasuk says, Hashem says to Abraham, whatever Sora tells you, listen to her. And Koylo means the Ruch HaKodesh that listened to her voice, the Ruch HaKodesh, because Sora was a Nevi'ah. So we see Sora was a Nevi'ah. Further drash of Racha Yisko is Shehakoil Soichin Bayefia. Everybody would look at her beauty. She was very beautiful. Miriam, how do we know Miriam was a prophet? The Ksiv, because the Postic says after the Christian says Bobchov, Vatikach, Miriamanivia. Miriam the prophet took, so that means that was a prophet. Why does the Postic call her Achois Arin? Achois Arin, Belay Achois Maisha. But they're not the uh, sister also of, of, of Moshe. Amar Abnachman said, Rachman Amarav, Shahisu Misnabo, Kishahi Achis Aaron. The time when she prophesied, at that time she was only Aaron's sister, because it was before Moshe was born. And at that time she said, That my mother is destined to give birth to a son who's going to save the Jewish people from their slavery of Mitzrayim. At the time that Moshe was born, the entire house was filled with light. So her father stood up and kissed her on her head. Omar Lo, he said to her, Biti, my daughter, 
that from the fact that we see that the house became full of light, your prophecy has become fulfilled that he will be redeeming the Jews from their slavery. But once they placed him into the box and they threw him into the river because of the decree of as the Pesach says, so her father got up and he banged her on her head. My daughter, where is your prophecy? Because since he was placed there in the air, he's going to definitely die and he won't be able to help the Jewish people. That's why the Pesach says over there in Reish, Mois, Perik Beis, Pesach, that his sister Miriam stood from the distance to see my Yosuloi. What's going to happen? Because she really stood there. So what is going to happen at the end of her prophecy, whether it's going to be fulfilled? The next in the women prophets was Dvaira. How do we know that Dvaira was a prophet? It says in Sheftim, the Dvaira was a prophet, prophetic woman, the wife of Lapidus. So we see that she was in the my Aishas Lapidus. What does it mean, the wife of Lapidus? But she was the wife of Borok. But this teaches us that she would make uh, these wicks for the lamp, for the menorah in the Mikdash, that is for the Mishkan Shiloi. And that's why it's called Lapida, it's a lotion of flame. Pastor continues, Dear She was sitting under a palm tree. And the Jews came there for judgment. Why was she specifically sitting under this palm tree? The reason is because it's a very tall tree without a shade, and uh, people won't be uh, to be able to be uh, just alone because the tree is open. Another interpretation, my just like this palm tree has only one uh, heart, meaning it has uh, a sap only in its... Um, and its roots, and the whole by the whole thing, but not in the branches like all other trees. Also, the Jews in that generation. That but one heart to the Father in heaven. And she prayed to Hashem, she said, She used the lotion keren, it says, Roma karni, my keren, that's the horn that they used to use to be Meshicha, and uh, Roma Pachi. doesn't say Roma Pachi, it says Roma karni. So we learned that this was a prophecy. David and Shleimer, who have been anointed with the oil that was laying in the Keren in the horn, there was a shape, a vessel in the shape of a horn. Their kingdom has been extended, but they were anointed with just with a jug, not with a keren. Their kingdom has not been uh, prolonged. 
And that was her prophecy that the king of Shoal and Yehu will not uh, last. Further, the Gemara expounds on the Chana's prayer. Postic says, she said, Ein Kodesh Kashem, Kein Biltecho. Om Rabbi Yehuda Barmanashi, Al Tikrei Biltecho. Don't pronounce it Biltecho, that means besides you, but Elo, Levaliseho, which means Shaloi Kimitz, Kodesh Baruch Mitzbos of Adam. That the measure of Hashem is not the same as a human flesh and blood. His act of his hands will um, meaning that they remain in the world even after the person has already decomposed. But Hashem outlives the Maisiyodov because he lives forever. Even after the things the, that he created have already rotten, that means he ain't uh, that his acts of, of his hands do not do not outlast them. Further, it says ain't The word expounds it means ain't There's nobody who makes uh, forms uh, shapes like Hashem. And the proof is person can make an image on the wall, but he cannot place in it a spirit, a soul, intestines, and the innards. But he can shape a shape within a shape. Which means a baby in the mother's womb. And then he places in it a Ruach and a soul and intestines inside of my mind. Avigail, where do we know that Avigail was a prophet, uh, that she had prophecy? The Xiv, it says in Shmuel Aleph, Berchavei Chavov, Hoi, Hoi, Yerichav, Zalachamir, Verez, Besaisarahor. She was descending on the donkey and going down in the hidden of the mountain in order to meet with David. So the Gemara says, Why does it say Besaisarahor? Minahor and Boile. It means from why Besaisarahor? She's going down from the mountain. That this has to do with the issue of blood that comes from the story from the hidden areas she came to, which means the Toledam had also she took them and she showed him to, to him to instruct whether she is Torah Tmeya. So when we say uh, meaning that's the dam that comes from the story. And the Haris comes from the language of Hira, instruction. So we hear that the Basaisar Hira. Amar Allah, so David says, Tavigail, Chimarin Dom Balailo. Do you then show uh, the blood at nighttime? Because you need daylight in order to be able to distinguish the Tamanat. Amar Allah, so Tavigail says, Chidonim didn't fush Balailo. Do you then make capital offense by night? Because there's a post in Yirmah Chafal says, Yudbeis, Dinu Lamaker Mishpat. So the uh, question that she's asking him is how is he going to kill this novel, the novel in the nighttime? He has the first uh, rule that he's liable of death and you can't do the uh, ruling at nighttime. Oh my Lord. So David says, Tavigail, 